Before we get started, we would like to give a shout out to BattleBards. BattleBards.com has background ambiance, battle sounds, and much more. Bring your tabletop venture to life with BattleBards.com. Your nightmares will manifest into reality as they find their way into Doc's imagination. The, the mind, mind has, has many, many horrors. horrors. We, we all live in, live in this place. Through our, our imaginations, imaginations, we are free. Are free. And, and we breathe in its, its embrace. Sit back and relax as I take you out of your reality and into my nightmarish dream world. Welcome to the Bros and Dragons Podcast. I'm your dungeon master and host, Daniel Doc Gentry, and our players are... Kylie, I play Grogon the Smasher, a male half-orc fighter. Keith Ross, I play Captain Martin Firewell, a human male barbarian. John Sika, and I play Alicia Fargo, a female human rogue. Tom Benson, I play Xandro, a male wood elf ranger. Let us adventure on. Sean, what happened last time? Lots of stuff. <laughs> Shit. Um, I remember there being a battle. We were at, I remember how it ended. I can't remember the whole thing, but I remember it ended us with us celebrating the Day of the Dead in the graveyard. Talked to Rebecca, told her what we saw and what we had found, and then I believe we ended for the night. Go ahead, Keith. I know you look like you're chomping at the bit there. (laughs) Uh, After we fought Xana at the tower, Sheila tackled her off the side of it, and they plummeted, and that's where we ended the one before, but picking up last time, a couple beings, they stopped like 20 feet off the ground. Things that we found out to be watchers took Xana, and Sheila was in some sign, some kind of, I don't know, coma, exhaustion, whatever. But we got her to Justice, I believe it was. Could have been Rangio. Not sure. One of the two. And she's being tended to. Then we returned to Demethos, where they were having some big celebration for the Day of the Dead. We participated in it, and then... Later on, after we talked to Queen Rebecca, we noticed that there were some beings in the graveyard, and we knew that that was kind of fishy, so we went to check it out. Saw some snake-headed beings, kind of like the ones that we fought in the sewer, where they had the, the stone grounding. You travel through the graveyard, and you see the three snake people. What do you do? Can I pull out my shield of remembrance? Wow, you want to pull it out, huh? I want to whip it out. All right. And... and Tell it a little story about the last time we fought some snake-headed people. Okay, so give me a roll for performance. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, never mind. <laughs> Can't even beat a 10? Come on. Okay, never mind. Uh, as you tell the shield what's going on, you hear a slight hum and then nothing, and you start looking because you're pretty sure it should be showing some symbols, but it's not on the shield. Yeah, nothing at all. In that case, I'm going to be like, you know what? Fuck you. And I'm going to put it back on my back and pull out my great sword of wounding. They don't see you at this point. Andrew and Alicia, do you want to do something before noisy Captain Firewall goes running up there? I'd like to hide. Okay, give me a stealth roll. 21. 
you think you're stealthy. I know I'm stealthy. <laughs> I am going to prepare my daggers because I'm going to go stealth with a 26. You guys are hidden. What are you going to do, Captain Firewell? Hmm. I'm going to throw a javelin to kind of open things up a little bit. <laughs> Roll initiative. 21. A whopping eight. Six. Uh, throw it, and then I'm running. 18 plus... We'll hit. Six points of piercing damage. I'm going into a rage, and I will go running up with my great sword and attack the same one that I just threw the javelin at. 22 to hit. 12 points of damage, and he has one stack of wounding. Uh, second attack, 12 to hit. Uh, amazingly enough, it's the monster's turn. <laughs> And they don't see anybody else, so that's good. It's not good. I'm going to need a wisdom saving throw from you. Four. You stop your attack and relax a little bit. Oh, boy. It says, are you alone? No. Uh, where, where are your friends? Stay stealthified. And I am going to move up 25 feet and hide behind the closest, it looks like tombstone. Uh, this one here. We'll come over here because it saw Alicia. The other one we'll see Xandro. Uh, Xandro, give me a wisdom saving throw. 17. The big snake creature will look at you and say, Come forward. forward. But you resist his spell. The big one will turn into a full snake form. And does an 18 hit Alicia? Yes, it does. So you'll take 10 points of damage and then you are just grappled. Uh, oh, what the hell? You have the restrained condition. As a bonus action, the big one will say, Kill your friends. And it will be Captain Firewell's turn. The one that I originally hit still has the stack of wounding, so he takes oh. 1d4, okay. uh, which is two points of damage. Attack. I'll take a, a swing at Alicia. Does a 22 hit? <laughs> Did that backwards? <laughs> Fuck you. Yes, it does. For 13 points of slashing damage. The fuck, Keith? And you're wounded. I thought we were friends. <laughs> yeah, I did too, bro. And you're wounded. Second attack. Uh, 25. 10 points of slashing damage. Wisdom save? Uh, nat 20. I didn't like hurting Alicia. Nat 10. Uh, you're still constricted. That means you have the restraint. You can't do anything else. That takes us to Xandro, though. I would like to use a bonus action to Hunter's Mark, the big guy with the... Uh, Tentacle arms? Tentacle arms that tried to talk to me. And then I would like to attack him. <laughs> uh, would a 21 hit? It will. 12 points of piercing on the first one. A 20. Uh, and he's not at full health anymore. 21 points of piercing damage. Uh, Captain Firewall. Keep attacking this smaller one down here. The uh, the one that looks half human. He's in full snake form wrapped around Alicia now. So just a warning. If you crit fail, oh. you're hitting Alicia. Mm. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I got nothing to live for. I already you said already took it, a so. big ass chunk out of me to begin with. <laughs> 13. 14. Second attack. 10. It realizes it moves Alicia a little bit. Gets out okay. of the way. Yeah. Uh, six points of damage for the wounding. Got you, so it's going to attempt to bite you, Alicia. Okay, four piercing and five poison. It will turn and cast hypnotic on Xandro. So, wisdom saving throw? Yes. 14? Yeah, that's not enough. Uh, the abomination, you can come up behind Captain Farrow. 
Will a 19 hit Captain Firewall? Yes. A seven bludgeoning damage, and you're constricted, so you have the restrained condition. Turn. That takes us to Alicia. Does a 19 break out? Yay! I'm free! Free at last! Xandro. <laughs> nice. Yeah, unless I'm damaged or... Damaged or if someone else uses an action to shake you. Captain Firewall. Uh, I guess I'll try to break the constriction. 20, not natural. Oh, yeah. You're free. It's their turn again. So give me those two wounds. Six again. All right. So let's see what everybody's doing. That one didn't like that you got away. It tries to grab you again, and it misses as you shake it off. Our Alicia got free. It constricts Alicia again. So that'll be eight bludgeoning damage on Alicia, and you're restrained to the end of your turn. Nope. Alicia goes She's down. Right. Yep. Not my fault. It's I took fault. like 30-something points of damage from you. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, the other one's just going to maintain concentration on Xandro, keeping him out of the fight. So that takes us to Alicia. I need a death saving roll. 18. Captain Firewall. I'm going to swing at the guy that's been fucking hitting me. 21. 12 points of damage, and he has one stack of wounding. <laughs> 20. So 34, 34 points of damage. All right, so roll me damage. Four. I guess they're both going to swing at you. Actually, they're both going to try to constrict you one at a time. 19. All right, you're restrained until your last turn or your next turn. Bite him, but it misses. And the other one, again, will maintain his stuff on Xandro. Alicia. 11. That's two good ones. Giggity. I just want to know what Xandro's thinking. I think he's picking some berries off that tree. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, man. That's a shitty spell to get caught under. Uh, But that takes us back to Captain Firewall. At the end of your turn, you can make a strength saving throw to get free. Wow. The one that's constricting you will bite out. Nine. So eight points of piercing damage and 13 points of poison. The other one will bite at you as well. And for some reason, his bite missed. Probably because the other guy came in a bit at the same time. That takes us to Alicia. One more and you stabilize. Nine. Ow. Xandro, are you still picking berries or are you eating them now? Just picking the berries. Putting them in a little pouch for later. Captain Firewell, at the end of your turn, you can make a strength roll to get oh, out. Oh, boy. 17? Seven, exactly what you need. So you break out oh. of this abomination at the end of your turn. Uh, it tries to put you back in. 26. 13 points of bludgeoning. And then the other one will try to bite you. Uh, 21 to bite. For 8 poison damage. Uh, that one's going to maintain. But you hear, I don't think so. Not tonight. As a familiar wood elf jumps over the wall and fires on the one that's concentrating. Hits him. Hits him for 18. And it breaks his concentration. So Xandro wakes up and he's got like handfuls of fucking berries now? Yeah. Like, why the fuck am I eating berries? (laughs) 16! And you are stable. You will hear another familiar voice. My friends, I am here. And he will pray to his goddess... Xandro, it is your turn, though. I'll take uh, two shots at him. Okay. 18. And then I'm assuming a 22 would hit him. 12 points of piercing on the first arrow. Okay. 19 on the second one. So next up will be Captain Firewell. I'm still wrapped up. 19. Yes, you break free at the end of your turn. That'll take us to them. And it's going to try to wrap you up again. This fucking bullshit. He does. 
God damn it. For 15 bludgeoning? Can I be like the Hulk and just go into a higher level of rage over this? <laughs> the other one will try to bite you. Oh, 17, I know hits. Yeah. 11 bludgeoning and eight points of poison. Oh, only eight. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, the other one has a longbow in his hand and will shoot at Xandro, but the shoots wide and misses. And Durando will shoot his first shot and he will take a second shot. Oh, put it in. Captain Firewell, did you have to attune to your sword? I did, yes. One of the tentacles will reach out and wrap around your sword because he has multiple With his other hand, they'll hold up a staff. Uh, you are no longer attuned to your sword, he is. As a bright, brilliant white light comes forth. Fucking bullshit. <laughs> That'll be Alicia. Oh. So. You remember how to play now? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's been so long. I've been tied up this whole time. You get sneak attack on the one next to you yeah. there because you're on the ground, technically. Standing up will be very surprising to that person. Does a 24 hit? It does. 17 points of damage. While I am at it, I am going to use my bonus action as a cunning action and try to slip away and hide. And give me a stealth roll. 21. Mm -hmm. uh, you think that you're well hidden as you jump over the wall. Uh, oh, Amoga. Moogie. Holds out his hand, and the one to your left, Captain Firewell, gets hit with a black ray. 14. As the blast hits him in the chest, it sends him flying back 10 feet. It will be Xandro's turn. I would like to use a bonus action to Hunter's Mark, and then I would like to attack him. Uh, 16 for the first one, and 21 for the second one. It takes us back to Captain Firewell. Boy, let's break out and do it again. 17. Uh, that will break you out. And that's my turn. <laughs> so everybody give me a perception check. 17. 20. 13. I'm so glad it happened this way. Alicia and Captain Firewell, you will hear the screech of a falcon come from behind the crypts. You see black cloaked figure here come out of the shadows from behind there and strike out at the one in front of you. Crits, nice. Oh, God. Holy fuck. Using... Two really wicked-looking daggers slices the one in front of you in half, Captain Firewell. Her movements are seen, and this one tries to constrict her, and as it wraps out, she nimbly moves out of the coiled wrappings. The other one will fire another longbow shot at Xandro, and it will shoot wide again. That will take us to Andoranda. Did you change his name? I thought it was Adran. Uh, you're right. I don't remember anymore. It's been a bit of Andy. Andy shoots. Does he score? Does he score? I I said it in my head too. And it hits for 17. Fires his longbow again. And it goes wide. Alicia, the last two enemies look very hurt. Well, I guess that means that I am going to try to come after. Give me a stealth like a out of hell. 26. You have advantage on your attack. 
25. Does a 14 by any chance kill it? No, but it looks, as you pull your daggers out, you can see the blood that starts seeping from its sides. Amogo will come over here and strike out. And hit. Hits him in the back with his war hammer. That takes us to Xandro. Shoot two more times. Uh, does a 26 hit? As the arrow strikes him in the eye socket, he falls to the ground. Do I have an angle on the uh, other guy or no? If you come up five feet, yes. 22. 19 points of damage. That takes us to Captain Firewell. You mean I can actually do something this turn? I'm going to go down here and try to kill this guy before anybody else does. Uh, and I'm pulling out my trident of Arlen. 25. For six points of damage. Second attack. 19. 14 points of damage. On the other end, you see two daggers violently come forth. And as she slices forward, the head comes off of the beast and falls to the ground. She quickly turned and runs, disappearing into the night. Uh, I'm going to walk over and pick up my fucking sword that betrayed me and loot this big guy. You find a staff that he had in his hand. I'll pick up the staff. And you hear, my friend, the staff of attuning. That is very powerful. Is that Moogie? Oh, this is this is the staff of attuning. It doesn't yeah. look like... Adoran goes running away. Uh, yeah, I'll turn to Imoga. Say, well, I guess we've got all three items. He says, uh, yes, um, give me all three. Let me destroy the evil around here. So last last time I, we talked to Imoga, I got a weird vibe off of him, and I'm trying to do another insight check to see if there's something off about him again. 15? I mean, from every encounter that you've had, he is a pretty... He, he's just kind of not all there. It doesn't seem like he has a full grasp of reality. Again, looking at him, his armor, it seems like it doesn't fit him, like it's too big for him. So hmm. he might be a little slow. I'll tell him, when we do this, we'll do this together. I'll hold on to the items until then. We can do it right now and rid the world of, to stop this evil from coming forth. We're, we're kind of, I, I'm kind of beat up. I, I believe Alicia is too. Now's not the best time. <sighs> You believe? Look at me. I'm bleeding from the eyes. Uh, he holds out his hand, and he cures everybody. I mean, I'm not as beat up, but I'm still kind of <laughs> not feeling too great. I'll, I'll say, I'll say, okay. I'll, I'll say, uh, I, I'm actually going to turn to the other guys and ask them what they think, whether we should do it now or wait. Shouldn't you, like, take it to the queen or something? So out of character, who was originally told us to get this shit? This guy. Oh. So if you remember when we cleared the evil cave, met Bob, the the little guy who tried to get us to eat roaches or grubs or whatever. Right. Uh, Imoga was on the outside of the cave, cast spells at it. He told us he was trying to cleanse it, and he told us to retrieve the three items: the chalice of time, the stone of grounding, and the staff of tuning. And he would be able to uh, basically destroy the evil. Before it comes. Before it comes, correct. Xandro wasn't really there for all that, so. Back in character. So, Cap, why, why don't we just want to do this now? I I don't know. I I have no reason not to, I suppose. Just don't okay. get hunch. So, it's your hunch. I don't need you yeah, to roll. Can... I don't need you to roll, but Alicia, in your head, you're kind of wondering if Captain Firewell is overcome 
overcome by the items that he has, he is literally holding on to three legendary items. And he's definitely not strong enough to control them. <laughs> I, I, I'm not getting a bad vibe out of him. I'm, I'm kind of thinking we should just get him out of our hands now. Yeah. I'll walk over to Moogie. Yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. Fine. And I'll, I'll give him the, the three items. Oh, oh, hold on. Hold on. Let's do them one at a time. I heard. Let's start off with the chalice and the stone. I will start chanting. Um, when I say now, I want you to hand me the the staff so we can do this in perfect harmony. And he pulls out uh, a book and opens it up, and this ritual is written there. And uh, you can't read the writing. From the drawings, it looks like there's a merging of these three items. Uh, so you, he, he motions you to hold on to that staff for a second. And he takes the chalice and the stone, and he begins to do an incantation. The chalice and stone seem to float from him, and they start to swirl. The stone starts swirling around the cup, and then there's a bright light as they touch each other. And he goes, now. And I'll hand it over. And as he grabs the staff, there is a deafening sound, almost a big boom, but it's you're so close, it feels like a static charge. And Amoga is now floating before you, but he barely looks like the same person as he transformed into his actual demon self. And he starts laughing and he says, Deimos will rise again! And I know it's going to be short, but that's where we're going to cut it this week. <laughs> God fuck that. You, you could have tried to convince me. What the hell? <laughs> So we got a little time. I want to know what your characters are thinking right this second. I'm fucked. I knew I should have knocked that book out of his hand. <laughs> I thought about it and was like, I don't know if my character really would do that. See, I knew it was fucked. Cat Firewell, stupid. Considering that he actually used Eldritch Blast. Wait, he used Eldritch Blast on him? No, and he pushed oh, back the one snake monster. Oh. Yeah, I, I caught that. But yeah, Firewell was all wrapped up every goddamn turn. <laughs> all right, so li- li- I n- we joke a lot, but right now, in all seriousness, what do you think you're getting? Uh, I'm thinking we just fucked up and everything that we were trying to prevent from happening, we ended up causing. That, and there's a lot of a lot of betrayal going on, seriously. I'm thinking she thinks it's a kind of a betrayal. I don't know what she was thinking in the beginning when she first met him, because she would have met him before when I wasn't playing. But I'm thinking she thinks it's a bit of a betrayal and that she just kind of fucked everything. I just kind of want to go back to the alley. Tom, <laughs> Tom, what's Zandro? What's going on Zandro? This fucking captain's an idiot. I told him to give it to the queen. <laughs> I have... The next thought is, how do I get out of this? Okay, so you guys, you guys want a preview? This is the end of this campaign. You guys obviously didn't succeed. Oh shit! That's it. Uh, so they'll be, this will bring us into the next campaign. Would you like a prequel? Sure, sure. All right. So first off, that student, that staff of tuning. How'd you like that one, Keith? Uh, I mean, I didn't really. Oh, oh. yeah. Fuck that thing. It, I just realized that, that was that's what it took, took me to It instantly lets you attune to anything. See, and that's what I thought when you said it. I was, I was about to say, how the fuck do you do that? Then I thought, oh, yeah, maybe I don't want to ask that out loud. <laughs> we see uh, an aerial shot of Enon, 
The pirate's port looks like a ghost town. Buildings are destroyed. Piers are broken. The land is dying. Some forest in the southern area of Enon still exists as you pan in and out of the, the scenery. The mountains uh, have a darkness climbing them, but seem to be holding their vigor and their valors on either side of the island. The area of the elves seems to have an encroaching decay coming through, but as we pan into Crystaldale, which is now plummeted and in Lake Enon, next to that, Demethos, which looks destroyed, and we see valiantly knights and guards at the castle door holding back demons and undead. As we pan out and we go... Uh, west to Diablana near the Iron Hills and we see a very tall, good looking man, a paladin Martin Cromwell fighting alongside Sheila Blandersmith to hold back the demon horde trying to take over that place there most importantly as we go to Rangio we see this black smoke that seems to be sitting on a throne built on top of the keep and as we get closer, it looks like the red eyes look at us. And that is how we will start campaign number two of the Bros and Dragons podcast. With these same characters or? Uh, yes, we will. Oh. Uh, it'll be three years since you guys done fucked up. We survived. <laughs> and yes, uh, you've made some friends <laughs> from what you've done. Probably not too many. <laughs> and they have helped you survive so far. Uh, Grogon, is, so, Grogon is missing. Nobody has heard from Steve. Uh, oh, that's fine. You don't know what happened with your ship or what's going on oh, around the rest of the world. What about Morthos? We haven't been able to find Morthos since this started, but you have heard that he is in hiding trying to start an underground movement to fight against this demon horde in the lands. Trying to distance himself from knowing us. <laughs> yep. Sometimes late at night when you hear a howl on a full moon, you guys think, ah, I think that is Morthos. It's probably out getting it in with some hot wolf chick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, John, start taking us out. Uh, remember, guys, you can follow us on uh, all the social medias that are out there, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, MySpace even. I do, however, run the Instagram page, and I can also find me at Chuwu13 on Twitter. Tom, you got anything? Uh, yeah, check out Stripping Down D&D um, Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, where we talk about D&D and we try and stay on one topic, but that never happens. So um, check us out Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Bros Old Guy. And that's twitch.tv forward slash Bros and Dragons. Keith. Yeah, on Sundays, you can tune in to twitch.tv slash Bros and Dragons. Uh, you can watch me solo banshees and, and save the entire party in my Fortnite. Awesome. There's also Kronda. Oh, and I cannot break the, the canon of Kronda. They're in a super secret lair. 
that only the followers of Gomo that have sworn their lives to Gomo can get into. And every time he starts saying Krondo, I have to allow a small group of people to be there going, Krondo, Krondo, Krondo. Oh, that is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he keeps sneaking them in somehow. Like, nobody can figure it out. And, and they disappear as soon as all the camping is really weird. Oh, that is great. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at IMDMDoc. You can follow all of us on Twitter at Rose and Dragons. And also use at Bros and Dragons to tag us in your posts on Facebook. Whatever. Find us on any social media event. If you're looking for us on any podcast, we would appreciate if you give us a five-star review on iTunes and then totally rip on the show in the comments. Five-star is what we need to get the show out to more people. We also have a Patreon that is going now at uh, www.patreon.com forward slash Bros and Dragons where any amount helps if everybody would give us a dollar a month we can make some awesome stuff happen um, we can get some really good gear we can make this sound way better um, again from all of us to all of you keep it nerdy and live your dreams later that's how you do a recap John yeah that's a great recap. <laughs> Gray's Lake can see. I, I drive through Gray's Lake to go to work every day. I think he's yeah. telling you to come at him, bro. Yeah, come at <laughs> come me, bro. Come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and what? why did the Bros and Dragons podcast stop? Well, two of our players literally killed each other. <laughs> because they live right down the street. <laughs> no, he doesn't live down the street. <laughs> he came at me. <laughs> for the blooper reel our dm just spilled something all over his fucking player's handbook hopefully it's his player's handbook and not his dm guide or his monster manual yeah right well wait i was just doing a wisdom save i thought no you're not you're constricted it's a strength save oh okay so what's the total? Everybody's confused. How are you confused yeah. again, John? Not everybody's confused. <laughs> it seems to keep falling in the same square on my screen. Because <laughs> Keith told me to do a wisdom save. No. no, no. I was saying I needed to do one for trying to break the charm. Oh. It doesn't matter. It was a natural 10, and I have a zero for a modifier for strength. Okay. There okay. Go what? I gave him a hunter's mark. Oh. All right. <clears throat> No, yeah, it's a charm. It's a charm. It is a charm. Okay. Ooh, advantage. Maybe I can roll better. <laughs> 15? Nope. <laughs> well, it was better anyways. It was better. <laughs> Just not good enough. It's got a penis now. It's cool. I played football. Just throw some X's up there and some little lines, squiggly patterns. <laughs> Uh, it tries to put you back in. <laughs> it's bullshit. I mean, 26? Is that it? Holy fuck. Don't know if that's good or bad. It's like a fucking... Bad, because as soon as it... It's bad, because I'm going to get tied up in a second. <laughs> <laughs> and then die again, and then... Exactly, and that's two saving rolls again. You'll fail your rolls this time. <laughs> Was it Batman? I'm Batman. I'm not saying I'm Batman. What I'm saying is you've never seen me and Batman in the same room at the same time. Because I'm Batman.
I'm not getting a bad vibe out of him. I'm I'm kind of thinking we should just get him out of our hands now. It's mine, precious. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm sure wow. I can find a volcano. There's a lot of crying all of a sudden. I mean, you didn't. You <laughs> Bullshit. Didn't, you didn't die. No, I almost did, and I didn't even get the hit. I was waiting for everybody to die. <laughs> Dude, he really was. He's he's sitting here going, "Well, you're all dead." Picking picking your fucking <laughs> berries over there. <laughs> oh, Crondo's Crondo. Crondo's back. Back again. Back again. <laughs> Killing shit. Oh god. And drinking. There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever internetting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall to wall, filthy fucking language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, yeah, the did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every fucked up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of fucks and garnished with a crown of Shut the fuck up! How the fuck did we get here? Fuck all that a jelly bean. So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at WIMpodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. This has been a Bros and Dragons production. <laughs>